Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. I teach frustrated professional mums who juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it easy and fun. You're invited to sign up to my family-friendly meal plan. Three easy meals to help you lose weight that the kids will like too. And my systems video, the simple system that keeps the kids happy and helps you shed the pounds. You can sign up at drorlina.com. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash healthy dash family dash meal dash plan. Now on with today's show. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Aline Carrick. Today we're chatting about a question that was posed in the Facebook group, which is a very interesting question. And the question is this, how come I can maintain my weight, but not at the weight that I want to be? And this came about because people were frustrated with the fact that They weren't putting on weight, they were maintaining their weight, but when they lost weight and got to their ideal weight, then it just slipped back on and they got back to that weight that they just seemed to be able to maintain in an easy way. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode about frustration, where we were talking about frustration in goals, it doesn't matter what that goal is, but I suggest you go back and check out that episode where we're specifically talking about frustration. But for this episode, I want to take a little step backwards and have a little think about things that can be contributing. So I think the first thing to mention is a theory of body homeostasis. And I say theory because as far as I'm aware, this hasn't been 
concluded, it's not just generally accepted across all medical professionals. And the theory goes like this. Homeostasis is our body's system for keeping things within a certain range. So those things can be anything, like, for example, your temperature. So when your temperature goes up, your body reacts to bring your temperature down, to keep it in a specific level. So for example, if you get hot, you will start to sweat and do things like vasodilate in order to cool yourself down. And if your body temperature drops, you will do things like start to shiver to keep your body temperature in that normal range. And we have lots of different systems like this. And that mechanism is called homeostasis. So there is a theory that we have weight homeostasis. So our body wants to keep us in a particular weight. And it does kind of make sense. And I can see this in certain things. So for example, I notice with my body, if I eat a really big meal, for example, at Christmas time, then I compensate by not eating dinner. I just don't feel hungry, so I don't eat dinner. And equally, if you do lots of exercise and burn a reasonable amount of calories, it might be that you decide to eat more. Now, obviously, we can override our body a little bit, but there are these systems that are going on in the background without us realizing. And so what does that mean for for people who are trying to lose weight? Well, it means that it can be quite easy to put weight on because it's quite easy to do things that help you put on weight, like eat lots of delicious carbohydrates and lots of sugar and lots of those things that are going to help us put on weight. And remember, normally, when you put on weight, you put on weight over a period of years. And then when you want to come and lose weight, you sort of have to jump to a different level. And that jumping can be more difficult. And it's not until you've jumped that level down and really concreted your body being in that new level that things happen easily. So my thought is that when this happens, when you think, goodness, I have lost weight, but now I've slipped back, what's really happened is that you haven't concreted those habits and your body doesn't feel comfortable at that weight. And that really and truly, you just need to pay more attention for a bit in that weight until those habits and systems and things are in a way that they're going to keep you at that new level. So that's one thing. The thing about that is you have no control over that. And we don't really 100% know that that is exactly what's going on. So I think it is important to go back to what I call the four pillars, which are things that we can control. And I always think about what can I control and what can I not control. And one of the things you can't control is your weight. But what you can control is how you turn up and the four pillars. So just to recap, the four pillars are one, nutrition, And nutrition is the big thing that you need to pay attention to when you're trying to lose weight. Depending on who you read, different people say 80 to 95% of the, the work that you do is nutrition, looking at what you eat. And I've talked about what we eat before, but essentially we're cutting out on refined carbohydrates, so sort of white carbohydrates, things that are going to spike your glucose levels and push up your insulin level. And we're concentrating on different carbohydrates, so vegetables and whole grains. And also having a think about your fat intake as well and looking at good fats. So for example, extra virgin olive oil. And extra virgin olive oil and good fats are one thing that you can use to help you feel full up, but that they don't push up your insulin levels. 
and also how much you eat and how frequently you eat. So those are the big players of things that you should be looking at when you think, okay, I'm going to have a look at the way I eat and think about how I can change the way I eat. So nutrition, I think, is one of the most important things. And sleep is another really important thing. If you don't get enough sleep, you're going to find it very difficult to lose weight. And I refer you back to the interview that I did with Dr. Sally Norton when we talked about losing weight after the menopause. It was episode number nine of the second series. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and happily she talks about all of these same things that I'm talking about now. But One of the main issues is sleep and making sure you get enough sleep. Now, the third pillar is exercise. And lots of people really put a lot of emphasis on exercise and think exercise is the key to losing weight. And I have to say exercise is not the key to losing weight. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't exercise. I think exercise is amazing. And I think that exercise is the key to feeling fit and fabulous. And it does help you lose weight. But if you genuinely want to lose weight, you're better off paying attention to making changes to your nutrition and how you eat than exercising. So exercising has lots of benefits, including fitness, so your bones, your muscles, your heart, your lungs, and how you feel. And when you're feeling good, you're far more likely to make good eating choices than if you're not feeling great. So it it does contribute. It also has an effect on your insulin levels as well. So exercise is there, but it's not the number one thing that you should be paying attention to when you're thinking about losing weight. And the fourth pillar is mindset and emotions. So how you think about things and that's going to have a huge, great impact on how you turn up. Now, we've talked about mindset and emotions in other podcasts, so I'm not going to go into that in great details now. So those are the four pillars that you can really control and that you need to be paying attention to. And I think that you need to be looking at all four of those pillars. Now, it might be that you think, goodness, I need to change all four of those pillars. And that's a big thing to do all at once. What you really want to do is concrete things into habits. And if you try and change too much all at once, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I don't suggest you do that. But if you are finding that you aren't maintaining your weight loss, then chances are you really haven't concreted those changes and that you need to go back and relook at those things. And one thing I would say as well is that sometimes things happen um, in a stepwise progression. So for example, if you have lots of weight to make uh, to lose and then you make some changes, you might lose some weight and then you sort of plateau a little bit more and then think, okay, so now I want to make some more changes and think about how you can cut out this or change the way you do this. But just small little changes and they do add up and they do make a difference. So one of the things I do with my one-on-one clients is when they hit that plateau, we go back to basics and we go back and look at all of these things and look at what they're eating on a daily basis and go, okay, do you know what? You can stop having seconds for dinner or you can stop having dessert every single day. And you'd think, They're just different for different people, but it's always worth going back and having a look at the way you eat with fresh eyes. One thing I see is that lots of people think, goodness, I eat in a very healthy way. I eat lots of vegetables. And when I look at what they eat, I think, okay, you do eat healthily. That's true. But there are there's room for a lot of improvement that you can make. And it doesn't have to be a big depriving 
change. It could be a sort of, let's shave the way we do this. Let's make a change here. So instead of having dessert every single day, you're going to have dessert twice a week or something like that. It's different for different people. But my message is go back and keep looking at how you're eating because that's really, really the key to things. Now, there is another little caveat which comes up in the the menopause question, which came up in the Facebook group. And that is the big question of hormones and how hormones play into weight loss. Now, we've mentioned insulin, which is one of the big players of hormones. And cortisol is another big player. And we talked about these with Dr. Sally Norton. We talked about the different hormones that are involved. And with both of those, really and truly, the way you are going to change those is by looking at those four pillars. So the way you eat, and if you make sure you get enough sleep, that's going to help you reduce your cortisol levels. If you're more mindful and less stressed, that's also going to reduce your cortisol levels. There are a few other hormones that do get a little bit out of whack, shall we say, at times. And the chances are that actually you don't have one of these hormonal imbalances. But it can be worth going to your doctor and checking that your hormones are okay. So for an example, if you have low thyroid levels, then that can help you put on weight in a not very helpful way, and that you can take a medication to to fix that. Now, I still say you need to look at those four pillars because taking the medication, if your four pillars aren't sorted out, is not really going to help you. But it can be worth going to your doctor, chatting to your doctor, just making sure your hormones are all in balance and in those right levels. So again, your hormones have what we call homeostasis and your body works to keep hormones in a particular level. Now, hormones are more complicated because the level isn't the same all day. It goes up and down from different days, different hours of the day, etc. So I'm not going to explain more about hormones other than if you think you have a hormonal imbalance, go and chat to your doctor about it and they can do the tests. And then you can either, if everything is fine, tick it off your list and go, okay, I don't need to worry about my hormones anymore. I'm going to concentrate on my four pillars. Or, yes, my hormones are out of whack. Let's fix those. And I'm still going to concentrate on my four pillars. So I think one of the big messages I want to convey is it can feel really frustrating when you feel stuck and you can't really understand exactly what is going on such that you think, okay, I was at a lower weight and now things have slipped and I've put weight on. But I think what I'd like to say is that our bodies are truly amazing and they are absolutely amazing. I think our bodies are just fabulous. They're so intricate and so amazingly well designed, if that's the right word. However, they aren't magic. So if something is not working, there is a reason for it. And that reason just needs to be uncovered. So if I was talking to somebody as a one-on-one client, I would start with how you're eating and how you're sleeping, and then look at exercise and look at mindfulness and stress levels and all of those things. And that's really where the vast majority of people are going to find problems that they can fix. Now, occasionally there are other problems, other undiagnosed illnesses that lead to not being able to lose weight. But they are in the minority. The vast majority are in those four pillars. And, you know, as I've mentioned, the hormones are another another contributing factor at times. What I want you to understand is that 
you have the, the ability to be able to lose weight. So the powerful message is, it's not magic, therefore I can do something to change it. And I really can do something to change it. And I can make those changes. And at times, those changes feel like, oh my goodness, it's just a small change. I've given up eating a biscuit, a cookie with my cup of tea. But really and truly, that small change is going to add up. And normally what happens is it spirals upwards. So if you start making positive changes, you might cut out a cookie and then you might start going on a 10 or 20 minute walk every day. And then you might cut out adding sugar to your coffee. And then you might decide that actually you're going to do a bit of a run or a longer walk. And suddenly, before you know it, you've stopped putting on weight and you've started to lose weight. And that doesn't happen necessarily quickly. If it's taken you five years to put on weight, you don't want to lose weight in two weeks. Or rather, you have to think about the time scale that it is going to be to lose and maintain that loss. And it can be a period of time. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's really and truly what you want to do. You want to concrete it in. Now, of course, there is another big factor, and that is if you have somebody to help you and guide you, it can make life an awful lot easier. And if you are interested in having a weight loss coach or a health coach, then feel free to contact me and chat to me. And I think one of the things to think about when you think about, okay, my main message today is you can do it. There are changes that you can make that will have a powerful effect on your body. And as ever, if you have problems or questions and you want to chat to me, feel free to email me. I do offer, at the moment, I'm offering people a one hour, super hour where you can just chat to me. But also I have the Facebook group, Doctor. it's a Facebook group, sorry, facebook.com slash group slash Dr. Orlina. And in there, we do Facebook Lives and we chat about things and you can ask questions in there. So have a fabulous week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina. If you enjoyed it, I would love it if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for my family-friendly meal plan at drorlina, that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com, slash healthy dash family dash meal dash plan. Goodbye and have a fabulous week.